All right. So today's podcast is me, Clint, D, and Keegan. Yep. Hello. Hello. And Clint's Brought daughter Evie. He didn't forget her this time. No, I didn't. Oh, that's good. That's we good. So I guess we could use the BattleTech map we're, if you want to. We're well, I think I have it underneath. Yeah, why don't we do it? That's we're why. going to play Sorry, Cav, we're so we're chit-chatting yep. about it. We have so, not played it yet, so, yep. so we'll get that video too. So yeah, go ahead, Clint. Probably, so the starter box that you got comes with the core rulebook, four yeah. mechs. Um, yeah, four units. Um, so it's going to be similar to BattleTech, but so not So it's like BattleTech. So cab is combat assault vehicles. Oh, okay. So max, you know. Oh, I wondered what that was. Which? The, no, the um. Oh, what the acronym is? Cav. Yeah. I didn't it, know it was an acronym. So okay. cab yeah. is combat and assault vehicle. And this game includes tanks and hover tanks. I just did not bring them, but I have some. Ah. So. So it isn't just max. It's other it is military just, type it's just, stuff. It's kind of what the old school battle tech stuff kind of was. So. Um, I'll go since we're here and Keegan's breaking out the map. The map will work because it has like wood terrain and stuff. So, no, oh, yes, I'm sorry, those can open. We might as well set them up. So, Clint has some packages of terrain that he got here yeah, that, for Cash. Actually, comes, you can buy them from Cash. Can you hear it open? <laughs> new in the box, you can hear it open. D is going to get most of them. I'll grab this one. This is a, an unboxing. Sort of. Sort of. That we that we're recording without recording without live. video. <laughs> so these are like little. Oh, you got it. Yeah. We're unique people here. <clears throat> we're something that's for sure. Hey, we're a yeah, cool we're little group. Military training. I thought they always told you to bring a knife. Well, this is interesting because this is nice detailed uh, um, terrain. Wonder if that's resin. That yeah, that's definitely resin. Guys. This yeah, is resin. resin. Yeah. Their stuff is resin, and it's a weird resin. Some of this is really, really pliable. I've got one that's actually pinned together. You'll notice the barrels are kind of warped on this one. So some of them are. I wonder really what pliable. kind of re this is actually. It feels but like it's. A, they, it looks like something together. that. Do they? Nice. Do they? These Super are something easy. you could print on your. Oh, I could. Yeah, we could. But I actually like their stuff. And do you know what those pieces of terrain cost me? Probably not They're much. Like three ninety-five each. Oh God! That's that's cheap. Cheap. Yeah, you're better off just buying them. Yeah, Even with you shipping, can't print them. Well, you could print them for that, but then you get the headache you could, and your electric then, bill, yeah, and you know, you might as well. So, and what well, Dave? Which Dave got us into this, or was mentioning this? Uh, Annex Tabletop Gaming. He does okay. Max. He likes Max, and he likes Cav. I believe more than he likes BattleTech. I've heard people like it, and I could, I guess, looking at the rules and glancing, I could see why. It's not as um, logistically balanced as BattleTech. It's just it's a lot simpler. So you're not filling out sheets and yeah. BattleTech though has been around longer and it's it more of an older school. And back then you weren't thinking. I mean, train and all that has always been okay, but oh, yeah. it's never been as popular it's, it's, as it is yeah. today. And you know, BattleTech was really designed for the two-dimensional paper initially. Now, obviously, we'll you know I'll never say BattleTech is horrible by any means, but um, we've been putting this side. This just keep this box keeps getting shuffled away and put on the side. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should do this. Absolutely, that'll be good. So, um, so you've got four. I got four units. Max. This is all the same house. So, the way Cav is laid out is there are houses, uh, which this, are like this, clans, right? Basically, your clans, yeah. and then each unit has their own unique Cav. Some share. 
Plus, the nice thing with this rules, you can also have a pirate faction and a mercenary faction, which means they can use any caps or tanks or whatever. Oh, so they have mm. infantry too. Looks yes, like they robot. do have infantry, and the infantry is awesome. I need to order some. I, I still don't have it. Um, I don't know if we're going to have all the right Dictator B. dice to play <laughs> this, so we're just going to, unless somebody brought a multitude of dice. I have we'll more dice, Clint. We'll need 1d10 and 1d12 as well as 2d6. Yeah. I do not have I did not bring here. any of those. That's, well, I know we have at oh, least d6, but if D has hers, then we're good. We're covered. I yeah, I have no I no I d10s or no d12s. I brought the official game yeah. copy. Tower. So we'll do a video on this too, just to get a, a feel for it. The cards are a little unique and a little different to read. Um, not hard, so you don't have the big dot sheet like Battletech does and um, everything like that. So I'm just looking at the rules here, so there's a pause. That means good, but then you might speak while there. Bumps it. It might be a problem. Yeah. Remind me what dice we need. Uh, so it says 1d10. I can't tell what 1d10. Okay. 1d12. I don't know what they look like. And 2d6. I don't know if that's a good, well, it might be a good spot for it. Yeah. Well, we could always move them out when we get ready to record, too. Yeah, the purse is in trouble. So, that's not a problem. Sorry guys, we're kind of setting up while we do all this. So. No, that's okay. We're just recording. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Evie's gonna get turned in. Um, so turn sequence wise is pretty much your start phase, this your deployment phase, your activation phase, and then end phase. This way. So there's four phases with it. It goes pretty uh, simple. Start phase. Level, so it shows. Um, but that's not really the deal. Go ahead. Experiment there, Keegan. Well, I was just going to get a focus on deck, but I don't have a deck. So what you're going to want to do? I'm not sure why. I can't remember what the deck's purpose was, but it was not detrimental see, there's your to the game. Unlock the one. Oh, that's uh, your focus. Deployment phase well, is yeah, just that, deployment. Yeah. So players will determine who goes where and your movement. Your activation phase is where everything happens. And that's going to be your movement, your combat, everything is going to be in activation. End phase is basically the standard right cleanup phase. Um, so I'm not going to focus a lot on the start phase so or the deployment phase because we're just going to put our stuff on the map and roll to see who goes first and go with that because it's much easier. Um, In the, uh, I go, away. go ahead, Clint. So yeah. So for the activation phase, there are action points that everyone has. Generally, cab is two player, but there's no reason we all can't just take one unit and go. Yeah. Um, so each person will essentially have two activation points per turn, and they can do one or more types of actions. Yeah. So a move action, a target lock action, a combat action, oh, okay. or a combat action. Yeah, just need to have cards like oh shit. So a yeah. move action is just that you move. You're 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 walking. You're moving. You're turning. A target okay, lock so action. turning, walking. Yeah, so it's a move. It's move. a move. Yeah, a target lock action is. Uh, Basically, you are stopped and are locking on to your target. You're going to you can't lock while moving. Nope. The combat action is where you shoot and, and damage. So you can perform up to two actions on the activation phase. You can't, if I understand, you can't perform two of the same actions 
And since we're only running one unit each, there'd be no way we could perform the two. You're not going to lock onto a target twice. It's just not going to happen. No. So uh, move action. The bases on these guys are hexed like Battletech. That's why we're using the sheets. So we're just going to count the hexes as we move. Yeah. So just assume you've got your walker here has a hex in the middle of it, and that's your... Yeah, so um, I figure, I figure yeah, if I just center it on the hex, that'll... All right, so... Um, he's talking about the haunt. Oh, yeah. Um, we're using all the cab units from Malvernus because that's what I have for the starter box. So it's basically the Malvernus starter box because that way we get a feel for the game. We will not be balanced. There's going to be a couple that are really light and a couple that are much heavier. So unfortunately, it's going to be a slight disadvantage. But the idea okay. is I just better not play. let any of you so get close to me on that, I guess. You're not one of the light ones. Huh? You're not one of the light ones. Yes, but I can't shoot you up close. Um, actually, you can. Oh, this isn't like convenient or anything where you're limited on how far away they got to be no, before it's effective? it's a little different because it goes by weapon. Gotcha. I mean, you generally have long-range stuff with the missiles, but you also do have some light lasers that are shorter range. Oh, okay. I thought it was all missiles. Nope, you're not. You, you actually have, you can't see it. There's actually a laser right here. Oh, that's what that hole is. Yeah, okay. it's, so I'll get into the cards in a second, but your weapon stats are at the bottom of each unit. Um, movement. I want to do movement real quick. So the cards have a move value, and you notice, and you're looking at a card, so you definitely see. So you see, there's a move value. You notice that this move value has a different number depending on this number. This number is the amount of damage you take. So as you lose health, these numbers change. So the black ones that say cab is that's your damage points. Damage. So. So in your case, looking at this dictator, let's say you have five damage already, you're at five. Mm -hmm. Your move is now a four, your armor is now a six, and your close combat rating is now a three. Okay, that makes sense. So, this so it is just why keeps this changing. Is, it, it does change as you are, okay. as you take more damage. That's one of the Explains, reasons why people you know. like it. Um, so movement is the number of hexes you can move. But it's a simple turning. Um, turning is done in, in, an, in a, obviously, as a hex side facing turning. Um, trying to see, I don't believe you pay a point to turn, and that's what I'm checking real quick. And we might just play it as you you spend one movement point to turn. If we're doing that wrong, we can always fix it later. Oh, uh, I do. Ha I do have to ask one question. Mm -hmm. On turning, do we have to use our turn signals? Yes, big turn signals are always safe, and you should be wearing your seatbelts at all times. But don't worry, Keegan, yours does not have an airbag or anti-lock brakes. Yes, anti-lock brakes on the back. That would be. But does it? You're more. I'm sitting here in the background. No, it doesn't because he has four legs, and they make more noise than the back of one. Yeah, they probably can't hear it anyways. So, um, yeah, we are going to be way off balance with this. So, lightwood trains, lightwoods. These little guys here, which end yep. up these two. So it's plus one to your movement. Hill terrain, um, change in height, elevation, is either plus one or minus one, depending on are you going up or down. If you're going up, you're going to have minus one movement. If you're going down, you're going to have plus one movement, just because gravity's doing its thing. Nice. So. Hard to tell elevation on this map, though. Well, this one doesn't have any. That's why it's hard to tell because there's none on this. You're flat. Okay, so we're playing on a flat. You are playing on a flat open field with some trees and some buildings, just as 
you know, stuff to block line of sight. Um, but that's movement in a nutshell. So target lock action is um, you, you basically declare you're, you're going to shoot. In this case, it's a lock on fire, such as with guided missiles, and can be used in conjunction with, with targeting computers and other special effects. I'm not going to worry about the unit's special abilities. We're just going to play what's on the face of the card. That If you flip the card over, you'll see you can flip that over. You flip. You'll see that it's got other special effects. I'm not going to worry about that for this. We're just going to play straight up as is. Um, so you're going to have direct fire and indirect fire um, for your combat actions. So indirect fire, Keegan, you will have indirect fire. Which are missiles? It's your missiles. Yep. Um, So you don't have to see the target. You're basically lobbing it over things. Now oh, I can sit in the back and... You can sit in the back and just shell. You're an artillery unit anyway, basically. Um, now, it'll be a little harder for you to hit doing that, obviously, but you have that ability to do it. So whenever you're making an attack, you roll 2d6, um, adding the value of the dice together and adding it to the appropriate situation modifier. Um, situation modifiers can be positives or, or negatives range um, being. We, we want higher numbers, right? Uh, yes, I believe. Oh, these dice might have to go in the trash. I only rolled three, a one and a two. There's a lot of great examples in this quick start book, but we're, we're going to make some mistakes. I don't care anyway. It, it, we'll learn and figure. But I mean, and then obviously damage works a little different. So once you've actually taken damage, that's where you're going to change on your sh your sheet. You're going to have to remember your damage points because it's going to change your numbers, like your movement and everything. Um, no, we actually take the, uh, we should take the home copy it and then laminate it. Well, you can just download this for free off their website. I am right off the laminate. Yeah, exactly. Um, I used to have them on my other phone, but uh, my phone disappeared. Well, can we go over there and Keegan can get it. He can trim it with what he's got. Um, okay, so range. Let's look at range real quick. Hold it from two sides, otherwise it'll ravel more. Hmm? You just said hold it from two sides, otherwise it'll ravel more. Yeah, I seen that. Okay, so the range modifiers on the unit indicate their uh, range band. You know. And the number that you can use with it. Now that this range applies to the weapon as a whole, so even though range might be under two numbers, the whole number band applies. Again, as you take damage, this number goes down. So even the weapon's numbers coincide with your damage. Okay. Because you're not going to have a critical effect or anything like that in this game. That's why your weapons get less effective the more damage you take as well. Plus, your movement is hindered, so it kind of just rolls it all into one. It's really kind of nice. Um, so there's a range band with these. Um, let's see. And anything that's marked as extreme is, is the, your maximum range for your weapon. Um, so, real quick, there's the range diagram. It gives you an idea. You notice the penalties no. for shooting okay. depending on the range. Are we talking about this? Yeah, the, the diagram right there. Now there's, oh. it, it's all in the chart on the back okay. of the book that I'll be using, but that kind of gives you an idea. So basically range should be counted as um, the number of hexes. Okay. 
Um, they put it as inches, so 12 inch, 24, 36, 48 inches. Um, each we don't have 48. But no, we don't. And that's a 48 would well, be yeah, considered We could do centimeters range. or something. That would be <laughs> most of this map is going to be 12 to 24 inch. Yeah. And really, in this case, just count the hexes. Sure. If it's 12 hexes, it's short range. If it's 24 hexes, it's medium range. And yeah, we're not going to get over two feet. We're not going to get over the, on this map. Mm -hmm. No, for sure not. So if it's a 12 inch range, your, your base is a six mm -hmm. on 2D6. <coughs> um, if it's a medium range, then it's a seven. And then cover can factor into that and everything else. And so it's like Battletech. You're rolling 2D6 plus any penalty numbers and trying to beat your target number. See, so sometimes I should just make things, I don't know, I've only caught part of it because I'm trying to set yeah, up the no, other stuff, but um, yeah, interesting. So short, so for example, the short range, and I'm going to just use these guys. So if we're short range and we're shooting, you know, one, two, three, four, five, so we're, we're six inches from each other, short range. So your base target number is a six. So I've got to roll a six on 2d6 to hit you. Plus, if I walked, if there's trees in the way, which there is, stuff like that. So I'm gonna need a, a higher target number to go that way. So maybe let's say the, the tree's plus one. We know the tree line is plus one. Mm -hmm. And so that's gonna be a seven to hit you at that point. We know that for a fact. Um, walking on, I believe, target walk, I don't remember if target walk just makes it so you can hit them, or? So this here is a game that you've been wanting to play, yeah, but just haven't had just a chance. Because it's like a light version of or something. Maybe I did, you I did. don't remember. Yeah, because I just looked at the Facebook. I just looked at the Facebook about it. So much. There's been so much going on that I can't remember. We have had quite a bit going on. We have. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, close combat is when you are the next hex. And that's where you're kicking and punching. So, generally, I think I missed this, though. Since we're using the Battletech map, which is okay, because it's yeah, got it's hexes, just, just but generally... But the hexes are an inch, so that'll cut down on... Yeah, yeah but you don't got to... We will never exceed long range, or medium range, so that'll be good. So, really, everyone's base target number will either be a 6 or a 7. So... Plus whatever okay. is in the way. I mean, this is going to be pretty straightforward anyway. So, basically, combat is... Um, so when you do declare your lock-on action, which is that means you're shooting at someone, you're not doing anything else, um, you've got your base number, you roll 2d6, adding the individual dice results together and the result of the situation modifier. Um, you want that number or higher, basically. <coughs> and Alrighty, so well, we'll stop this little podcast I, I and get think, ready yeah, to let's, let's just go How's ahead and throw that? this down and let's, let's yeah. We're going to so, put the video up. Yep. It'll go on YouTube in the uh, next day or two. So get a feel for it. All right, but you guys, thank you for listening. We're going to get ready to play.